Oh, just listen to that 4 liter per under hood. Oh, it's good. Oh, just listen to the shifts of this 5 speed. Oh, this Jeep is glory. Oh, oh boy. He's at the. Oh, no. Do you know why I pulled you over, son? Uh, or, or, sir? Son? Did you see my foot through the floorboard? Uh, maybe. Was it the exhaust hanging on the ground? Was that it? Not that I noticed, but... Oh, it's because I was doing 55 and a 54, right? <laughs> this vehicle couldn't do 55. Eh, that's fair, okay. Then what's the problem, officer? I don't believe this is a legally registered and insured vehicle. It looks like someone drove a riding lawnmower through a scrapyard. Ooh, that's cold. Don't worry, though. I've got insurance. I'll prove it's in insured and registered. Check it out. Let me just move this Taco Bell wrapper. Okay. Insurance, please. Uh, wait, I've got marble. Marbles? No, marble. It's the fast, free, and easy insurance app that lets you track all of your insurance policies by keeping them all in one place. Boom, there we go. Wow, this is great. Thanks, I actually bought this YJ a few weeks ago. No, not the car, the app. It has insurance for all of your weird cars in one place. Amazing! Most people I pull over waste my time trying to look up their insurance. Once you set it up, it actually monitors your insurance so you can get alerted if there's any rate increase. You know where I could sign up? Um, yeah, just go to marblepay.com autopian. Just marble... I got you, it's marblepay.com autopian. Yeah, just like that. Yeah. That's what that's I was doing. That's, 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 yeah. that's called frunking. We gotta do a thing on frunking. Yeah. It's actually Frunk made. it's minus the G, it's frunking. Frunking. Yeah. All right, we're back here at the LA Auto Show, and I'm very excited because we have a designer here who has designed a lot of cars that I've I didn't realize he designed, but I've looked up to for a long time. We've got Derek Jenkins. You are wait, a uh, chief captain of uh, some brand senior design, something, senior something. VP yeah. of design for Lucid, who's doing some really fascinating design work lately. The Lucid Air, and then the new Lucid Gravity that just came out. So we're going to talk uh, car design. We also have Alanis. Everybody's everybody's favorite, Alanis King. I also designed the Lucid. Yes, she also yeah. They worked together to design the Co Lucid. Cove designed. Uh -huh. Yeah, that's me. Hi. Uh, so it's a big treat to have her as well. And of course, we have our publisher Matt here, who's going to leave as soon as uh, Bo uh, Bachman gets. Here. I'm just a seat filler. Yeah, like he's keeping it warm. Oscars. Bo does not like a cold seat, so no, he got to be warm. Matt keeps these things nice and toasty. Oh, that's good because I sat in his Aston Martin Signet for a yeah, long good. time earlier. It's nice and toasty. And that's, that's that's what Bo seeks. Um, okay, but we should talk, let's talk design. But before yeah. I talk about Lucid, before I talk about anything that could currently make you money, let's talk about <laughs> things in the past that have no bearing whatsoever. And I want to start with, um, uh, well, I, I think this is important. Let's do, uh, Taylor, can we bring up the uh, microbus concept? Oh, this is so convenient. It's on the it, TV. It is, it is convenient. So, yeah, so on the, on the screen, I know podcast listeners can't see. We have a monitor here. And what uh, this concept was in 2000, Volkswagen showed a microbus concept and got everybody excited and then they decided what's the smartest thing we can do let's wait two decades before exactly. actually releasing it to the public but in the interim they made like five other yeah. microbus yeah. the bully yeah. i think they did so many but i think if you look at your original concept it's shockingly close to the id buzz that's around now. There's a lot of design cues i mean you're working from the same yeah source. yeah i mean you know tell it, me about it, that i think at the time 
So I'm a huge Volkswagen. That's how I got into cars. Yeah. My dad was into VWs and yep. um, kind of grew into that. So the, the bug and the bus and the thing. I got and a '73 uh, yeah. Beetle still. So sure. it, it's yeah. just in 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 your blood. And uh, so then I that's drove me to work for Volkswagen and Audi. <clears throat> and so uh, I worked with the gentleman Jay Mays, and Freeman Thomas. Sure. MG, yeah. and they did all the. Uh, uh, Beetle revival, the right. TT. So the the naturally the microbus was the next thing in line to to try to tackle. Right. And so in in '99 actually um, we started on the bus and and then that debuted in 2000. 2001. Yeah, I think it was at 2000 auto shows. I remember seeing it. And in it was magazines. just a, such a cool project, such an exciting thing. And, and right. And it had great momentum within Wolfsburg. Yeah. It just it you know there was a, there's always a million reasons not to do something. This was definitely kind of an, a little bit of a, it was a nostalgic play, but I felt it was relevant for the market. Sure, because people like buses, and it and could be cool a good band. SUV yeah. alternative. Yeah, and and it just they just couldn't make it pencil for whatever reason, and it died a slow death. And it's weird because it didn't really die. It, here we go. We got a sample of it on the screen here, and. It's a really like just that it's a clearly 2000s design language, clean sure, and modern, sure, what we yeah. be using. But all of the traits of the old bus are there. Yep. And you hit the grill nicely. You still have the kind of V shape in the front. You got the vestigial vents in the all back. All little with capsule details. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, this was a lovely. And again, that current ID buzz isn't that different. Yeah, they've just really. kind of they've modernized it. It's a similar size that like yeah. they're bringing the long wheelbase version to the U.S. Right. It's a similar design, d similar size. Um, obviously, it's 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 updated for the times, but not but, that like the eight, the window design with the kind oh, of double A pillars yeah. is the, the exact silhouette same. and how they solve those areas. Yeah, it's yeah. very very similar. You know, these things are great. And the little the those three intakes, I remember seeing those in the Eurovan also. That was yes, yeah, because this, this was a combustion engine. Yeah, this is a play on kind of all those like slot like details that you see on the early air cooled yep. cars. We yeah. kind of brought we brought that into this, and those capsule shapes are like everywhere on the exterior and interior. Interior. And that that was really like the detail philosophy at the time that we were pursuing. But yeah, cool project. This is a great era for VW design. Oh my god, like there was the, the VW was really advanced. I mean, I was so lucky to have started my career with Volkswagen and Audi because people like Jay Mays, Freeman Thomas, Peter Schreier, right. you know, all doing just incredible things. And um, even Luke Dunkerville. Oh, yeah. Wait, here's, I think I made this graphic on yeah. our site just to show the similar. So we're right now, for, again, for your podcast listeners, I've got an original microbus. I've got the 2000 concept and then the current ID buzz released in 2023. <laughs> and you see, it's just not that different. <laughs> There's a lot there. Like for all those decades, for the two decades that went in between, they just kind of wrapped back around to... The initial That's funny, update. Yeah. So you should feel good. I feel great. I'm going to buy one of those things. I'm, I'm yeah, super like excited about it. You know, I have a T4 Eurovan. Oh, I like it. Oh, no yes, way. A really nice I one. Like super the clean. Underappreciated. You didn't drive that here because there's one here on, on Turbo Twists. Yeah, uh, and, and it's and not the, in this parking lot. <laughs> it's in. It's underneath the Marriott. Oh. oh. Yeah. <laughs> But I did drive it here, if you if that counts. Also, Excellent. another tail I, I like is the tiny little squarical uh, Eurovan lights. I think yes, very yes, those are cool. They're very appealing. Yeah. Huh. Well, so, this so is great. Alanis, I'm sorry. Something I think is there really is. interesting yep. about automotive design is that some vehicles take that timeless design and they look similar throughout the decades and the years. And then a lot of other vehicles go with the current styling trends. I'm very curious. Why not just do timeless all the time? Mm -hmm. 
I, I it's like think building the plane out of the black box. I yeah, think. Like, I, I know. feel like that's kind of like saying why, why not record only classic songs yeah, and, and only versus pop songs, right? I, mean, I feel it's so it's it's hard to. I feel like sometimes it's hard to do simple and clean and honest because yeah. that's what tends to age well. Well, I think you know? that's mm-hmm. with the bus. It was it wasn't ever made to be designed. It was a complete utility vehicle. Completely honest to its vehicle architecture, right? right? Just it's how it. much room can we can we enclose? Exactly. And that was yeah, it. Yeah. Oh, oh wait, hold on. Bo's here. All right. Oh, as promised. Yep. So uh, yeah, we were, we were just talking about uh, his microwave bus concept in 2000, which was amazing. And then let's uh, also there's another. Was that the bully? No, pre-bully. 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 The 2000 yeah. one. The, that yes. one. Yeah. Remember that? I, I do. Everybody was I didn't realize that. that was you. Yeah. yeah. Well, my, my team and myself at the time. Yeah, well, it's always, it's always a team. Yes, right? it absolutely is. But I want to show another car that you uh, had a hand in. Can you yeah. bring up the A2? Now, this is By a the way, we're all more obscure that vehicle. This is obscure. Oh, wow. this is, David, this is one of his favorite cars. I think this is an amazing wow. design. It I think really it's, is. It's... It's to um, like a lot of eyes. It, you know, it's tall and a little, but it's a kind of adorable and sleek at the same time. Uses the space well. Tell us about this. So this yeah. is the Audi A2 again for podcast people. We're looking at something with a 2000s Audi design language and face, but the proportions are different. It's like yeah. tall and a little narrow. It's a f- interesting little city. It's very car. charming. It is yeah. charming. So I that predates the 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 microbus by. I don't know, five or six years in terms okay. of project. But that at the time, Dr. Ferdinand Pieck was was running the Volkswagen Group, and he was obsessed with <coughs> um, this idea of three-liter consumption, which right. means, um, what is that, 100 kilometers per three-liter of fuel. That's why they made the XL1 eventually. Right. The, yeah, yeah, exactly. So right. th- that's equivalent of like 80, 90 miles per gallon, you yeah. know, so... Yeah. He, he had us all working on these really, really aerodynamic. They had to be narrow, and they had to be tall to huh. get, to get mm-hmm. the kind of packaging they were looking for. At the time, this was like a Polo, a Volkswagen yeah. Polo-sized vehicle. And I know these are all non-North American vehicles, but... Um, and so it had really advanced turbo diesel. In 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 well, they, everything they, was just they give you those super great proportions, make it skinny. And I know, tall. It's, it's br- but it's brutal. The, and beautiful. The by design the way. brief was just brutal. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, can't we just make this thing another three inches wider, please? <laughs> right? and, you know, a lower, it, it's wider, just you know? really, really, really difficult. Doesn't projects. the air go in all directions? I don't know. I, yeah, <laughs> but but you know, it was a boot camp kind of project for me because I, I was straight out of school. Jay Mays at the time was running Audi Design, right he, and, and Freeman Thomas had come over. We uh, were just with Freeman. Yeah, yeah. Freeman's <laughs> a longtime friend and mentor, I should say. Right on. And he came over with, we were all moved to with Jay over to Ingolstadt, and I got, <laughs> Freeman got the TT project, yeah. and I got handed <laughs> this, which is like, you know, way, way more difficult. But of course, you know, Freeman was destined to do the, the TT, you know. Yeah. And uh, and this was a, a great experience for me as well. I love these, and when they turn twenty five, I think it'd be a fun thing to bring to America because nobody would know what the hell you're. It's driving. got oh, a cult like following yeah. in Europe, which is pretty fascinating. But it was probably ahead of its time in terms of like a, a premium compact car. Right, and you bought it for its efficiency, which at the time probably wasn't the hottest thing. But n- now it's more in. Well, in, right. Well, you, you know? took some terrible restrictions and turned it into something like, really beautiful yeah, and interesting. Yeah. And uh, look at that divided rear window. It, 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 it lasts. Oh. 
Yeah, it was, a, and it had a ton of interior space for its size. I bet it was very it useful. And it's just interiors feel so much bigger when you have headroom. Yes, yes. They feel so much bigger when Absolutely. you just have room to spread out. Totally, yeah. it yeah, just not your good for perception the of space. For the interior, not, yes. No, <laughs> really, not good for the exterior. But it's kind of like when you have panoramic sunroofs and yeah. moonroofs, or you have that high ceiling, you just feel so airy yeah. and well, nice. You know, <laughs> the, the last um, year that it was in production, they did this lifestyle versions yeah. that came in like bright yellow, bright orange. They had a little wider fender and bigger wheels. And those just, <laughs> that was like, oh, that's more like, I wish they could have, more of them could have been like that because it just, it looked more sporty. You know? Sure. Yeah. Well, speaking of, so another car, Atlanta, you like this one because it has infinite headroom and I know it's a car close to your heart. Can we bring up the uh, the Mazda? Yeah, so oh, yeah. also yeah. worked on, of course, the MX-5. And the thing I want to note about this car is it bucks a design trend that I've always hated, which is angry-looking car faces. Yes. This one looks like it's the face is a little a little unhinged. Yeah. It's happy, it's like, but it's a little it's maniacal. Bonkers. It's a little <laughs> maniacal, but it doesn't happy look like it. Here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like but the eyes are like it's it's a grin because it's having a good time, but it doesn't look like it wants you dead. Yeah, like so many cars. But there's a whole story here because if you. I'm, I'm, if you're familiar with the Miata kind of lineage and, and all, all how everything came about from kind of Lotus Elan and Tom Matano and then the, the first Miata, it, right. they always had a little bit of a friendly personality. Yeah. And, and, and they, they kind of stayed like that. And then when this car came along, this is before kind of the big Miata revival that's kind of happened over the last eight, nine years, especially where you see young people like, you know, completely obsessed with the Miata. That wasn't the case when we were doing this project. And we were like, went to Japan and we were saying, hey, you know, we need to make the Miata look more intentionally sporty and right. a little bit more aggressive. Not, don't, no, don't want to get rid of the lineage of the classic Roadster by any means. And, and that's how it had kind of evolved. And it ended up with this approachable, but like a little more intense look about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little little crazy behind the eyes. Yeah. Absolutely, exactly. the eyes are uh, a little. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, you're not going to let this, look at it that way. This car's you're not. Right. You're not going to let it watch your kids. But you're <laughs> gonna, and you'll have a good time with it too. Well, I think what's so interesting about the Miata <laughs> is that throughout all four generations of the car, you have a different looking vehicle each yeah. time, yeah. and you have people who are like obsessed with the second generation or obsessed with the fourth generation you have people who really dislike the third generation and people who like it i mean there's something really for everyone and you still get a similar package driving wise you get the 50 50 weight distribution you get all of that but you get something that looks different and i think it's really cool that within one car you have so many different personalities you could choose yeah, very true. There was one... And I'm so proud of Mazda for sticking with it, too. That's true. That's everyone's abandoning okay. the fun stuff. Yeah, okay. That's another thing that so many people don't give automakers credit for when you could just go for volume seller SUVs yeah. all the time. It's actually really impressive that this yeah. car is there on sale. Go. It's very impressive that enthusiast gas-powered cars are on sale because they are not market sellers. They're no. just, they're not. That's true. But if you hang in there long enough, like, you know, Ford now with the Mustang, you know, the, mm-hmm. the last one standing. We'll see what comes back next. But, uh, yeah, I'm I'm proud when companies you know, go a little different direction than everyone else. And Mazda truly saw the Roadster and this lightweight, fun-to-drive. 
is like their DNA. Like yeah. this was the epitome and the most distilled version of it. But then they'd put that the best they could into a Mazda three and a Mazda yeah. six, and the that five. was their thing. You know, it was that that's their thing. It's still their thing. They're doing yeah. it better than ever, mm-hmm. in my opinion. And and it's uh, it's I, I think the MX five and the Miata lineage has been such a big part of keeping that alive. Yeah, I I think when people say they don't like the way the third generation looks. I think they're lying to themselves. That is an adorable car. Yeah, that is a great fun. looking it car. Is. You put some aftermarket wheels on a third generation Miata and it is stunning. I saw a blue one the other day with, I think, bronze aftermarket wheels. Ooh. It was beautiful. That is a cool looking car. I, I agree. I think they all uh, stand. They all have their own. They all have their own benefit. One, I have a question that for a lot of car design, and this is an issue that I've noted in the, I think a lot of people saw in the Miata, is if you have a, if you live in a state that requires a front plate, and that front plate is white, on the Miata, it looks like buck teeth. Yeah. How much thought do you guys give to front <laughs> license plates? Because I've seen a lot of cars recently that seem to have given zero thought. Yeah. They just ignore yeah. that it's a thing, and if and it's awkward to put it on. Yeah. So good in the brochure. It looks so good in the brochure. Like, there's a reason you guys probably picked a black plate if well, you're going to put I mean, one there. Well, certainly, yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's more of a donkey, huh? Yeah, that's a little different. Um, I, I think there's a degree of denial there. Like the the designers yeah. are really like, oh, they'll, people will just leave the plates off, yeah. not knowing that like you more get and more. Yeah, you, you get tickets. It. It's yeah. legislated. Oh. So, um, you know, certainly I, I I take that super serious. But at the same time, I mean, if you think about kind of early 2000s through, I mean, 15, 16, grills and mouths were getting bigger and bigger yes, and bigger. And arguably, some folks are still doing that yeah um and 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 it's like i think that was kind of like screw it we're just going to make the biggest most angry (laughs) mouth and and, and only x small percentage of it is actually taking in air sure yeah you know oh but that's a that's a minor detail you know and i think that's that's where we maybe the industry and a lot of design thinking was just don't even think about the number plate just make the mouth look gnarly you know it feels that way because it feels like there's just some cars where they just didn't even care yeah, so, so how about now when you're designing EVs and you're, oh, yeah. you, you know talked about those that have kind of made this phony front grill, which to me is like I think it's why silly. Do I embrace that? being an EV. Yes, embrace it. Yeah, I like a grill estate. Well, let's take a look at the uh, the air. What did you did you do a lot with the air? Yeah, I did the. the you did the air. Did so the before air. we get to the yeah. gravity, let's go to the air because that was the first one. But that that defined the lucid design language. So maybe you could tell us. What is the lucid design language? What kinds of things you're doing? It's got yeah the, the tail the it's got the crazy the trun- cargo the trunk that I love yeah it's really bonkers that is wild it is wild like the whole thing opens up and I guess legally you had to have the extra tail lights there that's that's gravity interior that's so a gravity that's, yeah that's do we have a front end of the uh, air Taylor that we can look at because I want to see how you handled the because there's a little bit of air intake that's needed just a lot absolutely less it's than a lot less with um with uh electric cars and the thermal management is it's not nearly as doesn't get nearly as warm what right. you're trying to do is regulate it within a narrower spectrum i was actually talking to an ev engineer and he was talking about treating heat like a resource almost yeah like because that's a, energy right like yeah. in a in a conventional gas car you just want to get rid of it they actually have to manage it and store it and keep it so it's it's actually a much 
more complex problem. That's right. Yeah. It's a, think of it a lot like how we think of regenerative braking now. Yeah. You know, you're, you're recouping energy. Yes. Well, we're recouping heat, uh, heat to heat the cabin, right. for example. Okay. Um, yeah, with lucid air, I mean, you know, when I came here, it's like I like, I tend to like simpler, cleaner designs. Yes. Yeah. I like stuff that's a little more streamlined. You know, like a Porsche 911 type of vibe, and yeah. I yep. think that's been really influence influential. And now, when you get into electrification, you don't need a big long hood for a huge V8. Um, right. You don't need a big mouth for cooling. So then it's like, how do we get this kind of aircraft streamlined seamlessness to the to the vehicle? Yeah. And that led to just the simple headlight uh, uh, blade, yeah. simple mouth, and then. But at the same time, how do we give it sculpting and make it yes. still a little bit of voluptuous and, 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 and like kind of dynamic in its own right? And, and that's kind of where we ended up with, with, with air. Yeah, well how to many me, it's beautifully uh, uh, sculpted. And, uh, picking another, it's fluid to me, too. That's right. Yeah. And it, it's really gorgeous. And, and Thank for you. an EV, to me, this is how an EV should really be designed. And in person, it's striking because it's got some Absolutely. gravity. It's it's a substantial no, it's car. A, it's yeah, wide yeah. and it's low. It Sometimes is. a little deceiving in pictures, but it's about twenty to thirty millimeters lower than anything else. Is in this its just class. like just to make up for doing the A two? Is that you just made as wide? Yeah, it's and like low okay, I'm <laughs> done with this super <laughs> tall. Yeah, yeah. that was this narrow and tall. This <laughs> is low and wide. He's just rolling around his grave. <laughs> yes. I I would love to ask a basic process questions when you have a like a virtually blank slate you are designing a new car you can do whatever you want no heritage here yeah 79 lucid yes no heritage what does the design team do how do you start do people just start sketching and you start choosing oh i like the look of this let's go this way who starts it? You start yeah. drinking first, and then yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's a big part of it for sure. How <laughs> does this process go? How does um, it start? I, I How does think, it continue? Well, okay. It, there's always some parameters, right? So mm-hmm. it, when I came in into the fray, uh, um, I came on board after meeting Peter Rawlinson. He's our CEO, CTO. Uh, he was the chief des, uh, engineer for a Model S uh, Tesla, um, and you know he had really strong convictions that he wanted to do kind of the next generation um, sedan and we were going to just max out for efficiency aerodynamics and and range right so that was already okay well that's so we're going to do a sedan and we're going to try to maximize this kind of interior space aerodynamics and so that already kind of gives you a a, like a skeleton to start with right? right so then we started to maximize this long sweeping cabin Lots of interior space, lots of second row kind of almost um, limousine-like leg room. Had to be very sleek. Didn't have a big motor up front, so we knew that was going to be low. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when we, there was almost like an aha moment where we said, you know what, let's really lean into this pure, simple, sculpted mm-hmm. thing, aircraft-like honesty to the car. And that will define the look. So then, then, then the team just explored that. That's really cool. So when you have these parameters, do those parameters get given to you as the head and you go, okay, I'm going to sketch up something, I'm going to sketch a starting point? Or do those parameters get given to everybody and you all start pitching in ideas? How does that work at the beginning? I feel like it. it's a bit of both. I mean, you know, every you, you build up a small team of people. In our case, we were like five people mm-hmm. at the time. And we the team just started sketching, but we were like, 
you do the trend board thing. You say, I, lo- I love the way, I love this old plane, and I love the sculpting on this E-type, and I love... Th- were there other were there some other cars on these boards? I yeah, feel I mean, like there's a little with Citroen DS's. Yeah, oh, ever? for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah the DS, like you have yeah. the 911, you have yeah. the E-types, uh, these types of kind it's of... A good list. Fluid, it's a good list. Fluid, yeah. Great language. list. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and it's like that, that kind of... Set. And then we had, like, we did this thing. Well, this is actually interesting. We did the key generations of aviation. Oh. We went back to kind of the like the early days of aviation and then kind of um, uh, World War II and then kind of jet age and then what's happening with modern aviation and just kind of like, it's interesting to look at that because there's this streamlined era where it's really elegant and pure and ma- a lot of materials, aluminum and glass. And yeah. and we were just like, this is probably more where we want to be, but then this there's something high tech about the modern modern aviation era. So we're taking influence from that. Lighting is really revolutionary right now. In, in yeah, auto, how many headlights are on the... Uh, so this car has six modules per side, so 12, 12, 12 total modules. And yeah. let's, let's look at the gravity here, because I don't want to run As out of time. As a Lagonda fan, the more headlights, the better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just, just saying. So translating um, that design language you've established with the air to something much bulkier and taller. Yeah, that's actually an early concept. This is the gravity we just showed. Yeah. Um, you know, it was a similar thing. <laughs> How'd you get that pick. so pixeled? Yeah. yeah. Why do we have such a gravity? Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure what's <laughs> happened here. For yeah. those listening at home, it's As quite a pixelated Our Commodore 64 that's running this is working hard. <laughs> uh-huh. Huh. Yeah, I mean, now, you know, the second, the follow-up to air, we knew we had to follow some of the DNA, so there's a family resemblance, yeah. but at the same time, the set of parameters for gravity is is pretty pretty hard to achieve. We knew we wanted to get below 0.24 drag coefficient, wow. which for, for an SUV is yeah. just bonkers. Um, we know we needed seven, row, seven passenger seating, we needed huge cargo, we wanted a big frunk. You know, uh, and so so Sounds there's like a giant A2. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There we go. It's yeah. funny because that's back. what I was saying. We were talking about the A2, <laughs> and I was like, there, there's aspects of the the challenge of getting all all of this in one vehicle. Yeah. You know, but I think I just felt like in, this is more in tune with I feel where c- consumers are. Yeah. If I'm going to buy a three row SUV at a, at a in a luxury price point, so seventy five, eighty thousand plus. I, I want something that kind of does everything really, really well. Yeah. And if it's going to be electric, it better get great range because otherwise I'm going to keep driving gas car. Right. And, and so, you know, that kind of defined the parameters. And again, you follow that, that pathway. I need this much space. I need this much cargo. I need this aerodynamic number. And then you start working the form in, into shape and really contouring it to get it to do and say the things you want it to communicate. Yeah. I was just over there with the gravity and the frunk actually on the car that I was in. You can open the frunk, sit in it, and you have a cup holder and a power outlet. What? And then the frunk Ooh. actually forms a shade over your head. Does, where do your feet like? Does so you the can't frunk see it there. Down? You can't see it Is there. It's the hood open. Yes. So the hood opens up. But it opens like with the front panel. And there's a and there's a bench. Yeah. So oh, the front oh, panel. Oh, I love that. You did like a little cushion That's, that you, you sit on. on the front. Totally. Yeah. totally. I used to sit. In, I had a super uh, beetle to, you know, that had you know the tire under there. I used to sit under there like that with the canopy. Right. I love that they're doing that. <laughs> it now. acts as a shade. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, so when we cool. get locked in the front, we have something to do. Yeah, something place to put our drink. It's fantastic. It's funny because I was driving north on Coast Highway a couple weeks ago. Oh, look at that! Yeah. Holy crap! Yeah. 
just like that. Yeah. That's what that's it was doing. That's yeah. great. That's called frunking. It looks uncomfortable. Hey, we got to do a thing on frunking. It's actually, it's minus the G, it's frunking. Mm. Yeah. Is that a cushion? Is there like a, is there, there is. There's time. like a really it's comfy soft. cushion, and so it, there's it, like a seat unit. It's soft. exactly. Yeah. yeah. You can sit two Wait, people. This is really go get in this thing. Yeah, this is fantastic. Our, yeah. mar- our market research said everybody's looking for this. So, is there enough? But everybody loves something fun. Of yeah. course, you know? yeah. And you could probably drive it a little bit. That gap between the <laughs> window, you could probably go. You know, you keep so it this is our nine passenger. Keep it under fifty, <laughs> and you're probably fine. Yeah, you can put the kids up there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the kids they'd are lo- fine. Honestly, they'd love it until they, they, they would love grab it. their pants. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow, yeah. Oh, yeah, that looks oh, good with six thousand pound it, it, towing capacity. Really? For how long though? <laughs> what? Oh for yeah, how long? you're gonna you're gonna use up your range pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. that's why I thought that I, I heard that trailer out there actually has an electric motor. It has to help some of its own propulsion. That's right. Yeah, that's a great idea. That's that's gonna take off. Technically, put battery. There to that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, super, super sophisticated clean. interior. Very yeah, it's clean. lovely. Is yeah. that wood? That is real wood. Ooh. Yeah, nice. Um, the big innovation here is we have the OLED screen up above, uh, and this yeah. is pushed up in the car. We reshape the steering wheel, kind of a sur- squircle. It is type squir- shirt. Oh, but you're right. The uh, the axis is a little higher than you would normally. That's right. Expect. Yeah, huh. it but is. the big innovation here is you view the display. Over the steering wheel, not through, through it. it, which uh, causes good. a lot of screen and blockage. And you don't yeah. need a stupid, you know, yoke. No, <laughs> yeah. Well, there's that too. Yeah. And you can <laughs> manually adjust the air conditioning. Yeah, it's get this analog air uh-huh. for you are oh. brilliant, uh, my yeah. friend. Oh, oh, love that. Yeah. Cutting oh, edge. So, so Touch it. Who move thought it. this was a better idea to make a know. computer like where I want to <laughs> put my air? I, I'm, I'm hot. I just want to have to go to a menu when you're trying to change the air blowing on you. <laughs> oh, Thank you. Some it. things you just yeah. can't approve. Yeah. Wait, does yeah. your glove box open with a latch, or do you have to go through the screen? <laughs> do you don't tell me through the screen, but <laughs> it's right there. You can't miss it. You can't miss it. It's like oh, so obvious. Well, 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 he got the air conditioning, <laughs> the bed, so it's okay. It's, well, maybe we'll something you can well, put it this: the, 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 the button in the screen's right next to the glove box. Is it always so the thing. I very rarely use the glove box, to be fair. Yeah, sure. Every True. day I've used that air conditioning. We're in L.A. You know, it's yeah. The A.C. Hot. is more important. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I, I, it's all forgiven. I, I don't all mind. Right. Yeah. I appreciate okay. it. All right. Okay, I will admit there is a little bit of fun to popping something open in a screen because I drove the sure. Tesla Model 3 Performance the other day. Yeah. And you touch the little car and the, the front pops. You touch the car on the screen and it pops. And you're like, oh. Oh, how crazy! That's cool. I will admit yeah. there, th- that sounds satisfying. It, it, no, it's it actually yes. is quite satisfying to just press the car. Is it a little haptic or anything? I, yeah, I it's love haptic. the haptic response. Yeah, it's haptic, and then whoop, just opens up. I, I'm not yeah. down with the well. Screen. It's, it's fun. Okay, here's. I guess the question is: Do you have to go through a menu to open up the? Is glove it always box? there? The glove box button. So there's there's <laughs> there's, there's there's one way we do this. We put all the car controls under one swipe. Boom. So you okay. made it easier. Exactly. Fair. So it's not as bad as Cadillac. And you so don't even okay. need to look down. You just swipe and boom. You know? Okay. But All right. Um, since we've given you a little bit of guff, uh, this, honestly, beautiful designs. Thank Your you. lineage of things you've done. Oh, I didn't even show well, the ragster. that's ragster. the worst thing we have to say about anything because it, it, everything is really beautifully done. I yes. Mean, I appreciate that. If that's that. our biggest criticism is the buttons yeah, on the honestly, menu. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it. Yeah, that was a fun project. I did want to mention the ragster because I'm a Beatle guy, and I, I thought this concept was so much fun when it came out just because people have been cropping the tops, you know, like yes. chopping a Beetle for decades. Yeah. And to see, like, a factory concept... 
that had like the chopped roof. It was just fun. And yeah, I, this was a super fun project. These and were yeah, and like this era of the the first generation of New Beetle, I feel like people have forgotten how much of a big deal these were when they came oh, out. Oh, it was insane it was when so this much car fun, first came out. And I think yeah, and I this was one of the peaks of that that era. I love those. Yeah, that was a fun your, one. Your beetle fetish, it, it's never ended. It's never ended. <laughs> never. I, love I, I I'm about the signet, so you Oh, know, well, thank you. Know. you. Yeah. I I said I was I almost did theft on your car earlier. You're not going to do <laughs> theft. Almost. I've been watching Don't it pretty theft. close, you, but you got to keep an fast, eye on it. You got to keep yeah. an eye on it cuz I'm looking at it. But the best part was we, we were setting up <laughs> yesterday and uh, I needed to move it and I'm like, mm-hmm. "You know what? I'm just going to drive this thing around and take a look at things." Uh, <laughs> I've actually used this car for transportation, driving around yeah. in here. And I that would, was so fun. I, I don't would, know. I would die. It's, it makes me so happy. That car yeah. makes me so happy. It's well, beautiful. Well, after hours, wait till everyone closes down. We'll just drive around, the, uh, the, <laughs> drive around in here. So, Don't don't tell management. Don't tell anybody. This, this isn't live, is it? No, it's not. <laughs> anyway. No one will hear. All right. Uh, so, so, oh, sorry, go so, ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, on, <laughs> well, keep the, going, the keep going, up, though. We got we to wrap up with some things on, on okay. Lucid as well. Yeah. So, see, I, I don't know. Maybe I missed the press release. When, when is the gravity coming out? And can you tell us a little bit more? Like, I, maybe, I, maybe I missed a little. No, earlier. I actually didn't read them. Glad you mentioned it. Yeah, yeah. no, I mean, you know, today. <laughs> the, 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 the it's probably good. Yeah. Today was the global debut. You yeah. know, the car we're showing is the car we're making. Um, and we'll start uh, building those and delivering those uh, end of next year. That's wow. amazing. Yeah. And the fact that these things start at twenty seven five is yeah. oh, oh, wait, how, you do, how, do, you how do you do it? How do you do it? Don't <laughs> even get it. The, the wheels incredible. are twenty seven five. Nobody <laughs> knows do, do about that one. Oh, okay. Now, have you announced like uh, range or price? Or yeah, yeah. Like we're good. It's over four hundred and forty miles of range. Fantastic. Wow, really? Um, wow. Yeah, That's out of a, a similar battery pack to Lucid Air. So wow. we're we're really huh. proud of that because it's. It's all about efficiency. Yep. It, you know, there's a bit of a trend going on right now where um, others, some, are just adding more and more and more batteries to get, right. you know, 300 miles range. And it's, it's, it's the equivalent of taking an inefficient gas vehicle and just making the gas tank bigger. And right. that, that's not solving anything, right? right? And so we're, we're really very, very focused on efficiency and doing that, uh, but still giving you kind of groundbreaking class leading range um, that's the first thing but still gonna have 800 horsepower awesome. z- seven passengers zero to 60 in under three and a half seconds wow um, so wait so you did a, a test with, passenger, with all it. passengers in it so loaded with seven passengers it'll do zero to 60 in that's under three that's our projected okay but <laughs> but we usually beat our projections so oh boy okay yeah. well when it comes out we can get the utopian staff oh yeah we get the whole us, staff and we'll, uh, yeah and we'll, well you guys come along we can all do idea. it together yeah. but and you're Love right it. i'll probably beat it that's so in right, this picture right. we have on the screen we've yeah. got an a, we've got the gravity with a roof rack uh, some surfboards how much of a range hit do you think that roof rack would take if we were if we let's say we had the four 440 on a, on a epa I would say you're going to lose probably 40 miles from that. That's not terrible. So it's not terrible. Miles. Yeah, it's yeah not but so it's bad. still a chunk. I mean, it's 10%, you yeah. know. But if you said that thing is 40 miles, you go, no. But it is. Yeah. I remember. But it shows you yeah. the sensitivity of yeah. airflow. Yeah. And, and you, you start to, you know, it's like the whole discussion about rear view mirrors and like, why is the right. spoiler like that? Yep. It all adds up. All you know, matters. if you have these dozen different app elements across the vehicle, and each one's a few counts of, of drag, and it adds up to, you know, yeah. enough to really impact, uh, uh, yeah. you know. If, and you can also do the math because it's like if I can get X number of counts here and there, um, and that translates to 
weight or sure. you know any other way you you you'd alter your uh, range and, well, and 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 pricing that's the only thing I didn't hear did, did you announce that yet yeah so we announced today that it'll be it'll start under 80k oh under yeah. 80k all right so uh, loose is really you know kind of getting more uh, price competitive it, it yeah i mean you know yeah. we started at a, a certain premium with lucid air we've yep. also been working on bringing that down as yep. we mature our supply chain and our production capability we're bringing the price down making it more accessible we announced what I think will be a true value with gravity. And then long-term, the goal is not to only make luxury cars at exclusive prices, but to to make it go uh, to a more mainstream audience over time. So we're already working on a mid-size program it's great. Uh, for the oh, future. Oh, yeah, I was going to ask, but it's, it's, it's almost like a little rude asking uh, at the introduction, so what's next? Yeah, it's like, you just gave is birth. this all you've been doing all this time? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Well, it sounds like the only thing you're missing is dealers. Everybody loves dealers. I don't know if you know they that, do. but uh, sure. but it's true. But anyway, um, it's been a real pleasure. Yes. And, and Thank this you. has been a, a, a really interesting. No, it's been a and treat. I didn't know your your depth of uh, all the uh, cars that you've worked on, and, and really some beautiful things. Yeah. And and you've really met challenges like head first and come out with something beautiful on the other side. I so appreciate it. Thank you so much. It's been fun well talking to you guys. Really liked yeah. it. Thanks again. And uh, again, this is the Autopian Podcast. Uh, Take us for a ride in that frunk. Oh, yeah. I do want to ride in the frunk. Yeah. So, uh, the uh, www.autopian.com. Uh, Alanis, thanks for coming out. Derek, thanks for coming out. And yeah. check out Cars and Bids. You can find all these podcasts and some really wonderful articles you can't get anywhere else on www.theautopian.com. And P.S., if you love what we do here, you can become a Vinyl Velour or Rich Corinthian Leather member of The Autopian by going to theautopian.com and clicking the button that says support us because as these podcasts are probably demonstrating, we need all the help we can get.